So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay here. It don't bother me. Living young, pale Hello and welcome to the Reet Entertainment Podcast, episode 197 for, was it May? May 12th, 2019. I was like, five. What's five? Uh, my my guest this week is Andrew Roa McVane. Hello. And of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reed's Ruth. Happy Mother's Day, Roa. Oh, yeah. I need to text my mom, I guess. I was going to ask if you did anything. I haven't talked to my mom either, uh, but she lost her phone, so I can at least just message her on Facebook and be like, that is good, because I'm a bad son. So <laughs> so I thought maybe you'd like spend the day with your mom or something. Fuck no. Mother's Day is meaningless. It, it really is, because every day should be Mother's Day. No. <laughs> why, why not? You don't, you don't love your mom every day? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what games have you played this week, and where can we find you? Uh, well, my life is just World of Warcraft now, so... I see that, and you know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just, uh, just been doing that. When does, playing, when does WoW Fate Classic... Go? When does WoW Classic come out? I, I don't know. Presumably yes. around the next, or the, the time that the next, uh, patch launches or something, which okay. is, like, June. Okay, then, then I'll play WoW with you. We'll play, we'll start characters together or something why um i hate myself god i don't want to play wow classic WoW i don't want to play gonna be shit wow is shit to be fair so that's that's true yeah i mean i see you in your discord talking with your sister-in-law wife brother-in-law is your brother-in-law playing as well yeah and my other brother-in-law so it's all just a family thing playing wow yep that yep. sounds awful. Everyone, switch to Final Fantasy. It's better. I, I would say that Final Fantasy fourteen right now is the best MMO on the market. So I think that's it, it, what most people think. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty fair assessment. Uh, when it came out, it was awful. Uh, I still liked it, but I get that it there was a lot of problems. Mainly, my my biggest problem with Final Fantasy fourteen when it first released was you could only play your class for a certain amount of time before you started not getting as much experience points. And then you would become, quote, fatigued in that job, and you would have to switch to a different job. And it didn't matter what you did. If you were doing uh, just, like, grinding out levels on a warrior, or if you were going and you were fishing, you would eventually become fatigued and not be able to do that job for, like, eight hours. Huh. Yeah, they they stopped that because that was a bad system. So... Where can we find you, by the way? Did you did you mention all that? No, just head over to heroa.website and get your links. Yeah, heroa.website. Hosted on, on your friendly neighborhood GitHub. That's good. That's good. Uh, and you can find me, Nathan Reed. Uh, yeah, you can find me, Nathan, Nathan Reed and Spruth, everywhere as Reed. So you can find me on Twitch, Reed. Uh, Twitch? Blah. I don't do Twitch anymore. Twitter, Reed. Uh, YouTube, Reed or Reed Entertainment. You can find me on Mixer. That's where I stream Monday through Thursday at least from 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time at uh, mixer.com forward slash Reeton. Uh, and you can find uh, you can find me on Clinton Score Classics every Monday when it's launched. Uh, you can find this podcast that you're listening to right now. If you want to if you want to listen online, that's fine. You can find it at readentertainment.com or you can uh, find it elsewhere. Or you can download it to your phone or tablet by going to Reeton Podcast on iTunes or Spotify or TuneIn or Stitcher. Uh, pretty much any of those places and find my my happy voice, my happy, happy voice, along with Aroa's depressed voice. So I'm always here. That's true. Not I'm always. You depressed. weren't. You weren't here last. Week. You're right. And next week we will and be doing a podcast. <laughs> next week we will be doing a podcast, but I will be probably very tired because Saturday I'm going up to Corvallis, Oregon, and that's about a three-hour drive for me. Something like that. I'm going to be going to Corvallis to watch wrestling. And then I will be going back to Salem and staying with a friend for the night, sleeping on her couch. And then I will be driving home in the morning. So it's going to suck. And that's a, again, a three-hour drive. But wrestling's going to be fun. Wrestling will be pretty fun. Anyway, let's get into some stories. Now, the first one I, I don't have a link to or anything. You can just go on Twitter and see for yourself what's happening. But... Uh, have you have you heard about a guy named Pro Jared Aroa? Pro Wasn't Jared. he? He was he was a he was a big internet content creator. Yeah, way so, back. I feel. so 
So he was on um, Screw Attack. That's the one where he started out. Yeah. And I, I have been watching his content. I actually really like his content. Um, that's why I haven't unsubscribed from him. I actually really like his content. Um, well, I don't expect much more to be made. I don't either. I expect this just to be, just to be, I actually have a really funny idea for the intro of a YouTube video, but I'll, uh, I'll tell you about that later. Anyway, so uh, he started out on Screw Attack doing what was called Hard News, which was basically their daily up, like five minute update on the news. Basically what we do here every week, except for they got it done in a much shorter and more entertaining timeline. So they so they started out with that and then he left and he started making his own content doing like Final Fantasy reviews and highlight and stuff. And uh I like his style of content a lot better than a lot of other really big YouTubers. Like uh Jontron will he's like over the top when he does. I love uh, Jontron. Yeah, I, I know you do. Um, Even though he's racist. Yes. There is that. But every time, so I, I swear to God, every time something like this comes out, John Tron's are like, yes, they're worse than I am. And we'll get into <laughs> that. <laughs> but yeah, you, I like John Tron's videos. But again, his personality, like he put, portrays something that's way over, more over the, the top than, than I tend to enjoy. Uh, even like the angry video game nerd, uh, he does the over the top content. I like the guys who are just like, here's my review. Here's a few sarcastic jokes put in, and that's a lot easier for me to take. So, like, uh, like games. Hey, guys, welcome to my review of Final Fantasy VII for the PlayStation. Final Fantasy VII is one of the most epic games I've ever played. No, and I'm going to tell you why in this video. It's different. It's different than that, but you know what I mean. So... (laughs) So that's that's a basic story of Progerd, that he had over a million followers or subscribers on YouTube. He now has not a million subscribers on YouTube. The reason is, and well, there's multiple facets to this, apparently. Uh, he, Progerd, was married to a girl named Heidi. I, she did online stuff too, didn't she? She liked it a lot of cosplay, I think. She, yeah, she's, she's supposedly like a content creator and stuff. Yeah. And Heidi, apparently super nice person. Uh, they're, Pro Jared and her were married. or And they're getting a divorce now. And the reason they're getting divorced is because there was a guy on the Game Grumps named Ross, I think. And Ross was married to a girl named Holly. Not Heidi, Holly. And she goes by Commander Holly. And a few months ago, about eight months ago, her and Ross split up. Apparently, because she wanted to move to a place that had trees. She wanted, yeah, she she went to uh, Seattle, I think. Yeah, she moved to Seattle. By the way, who the fuck in their right mind would want to move to Seattle? Seattle is awful. Anyway, well, I hate I hate Seattle. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I, I <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. Yeah, so they broke up, and it comes out the other day. Heidi sends a tweet. Uh, again, this is Pro Jared's wife sends a tweet. And she tweets at Holly saying something to the effect of, I'm not going to read the exact quote because I don't have it in front of me, but it said something to the effect of, you look really ashamed in all the naked pictures that you sent to my husband. Maybe your self-confidence would be improved if you stopped sleeping with other people's husbands. And so that's Man, when it came out. Would get leaked. I have, let's not say that because that's bad, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes. So Holly, apparently the reason she moved, she left her husband to move to Seattle so that she could hook up with pro Jared behind pro Jared's wife's back. And that, you know, apparently that's not a good thing. So Heidi and pro Jared are getting a divorce. Now, if it were just that, by the way, uh, before we go into that, before we go into the rest of it, um, Heidi and Holly are both really attractive. Let's let's be fair, right? Like, they're both attractive ladies. Yes. And I was going through, I was reading through Twitter, and a lot of the guys were like, why would you, why would you sleep with a four when you have a ten at home? And I was like, let's, let's be fair here. They're both, like, an eight or nine. Like, they're both yeah. really attractive. Like, I wouldn't say that Heidi's a ten, but she's definitely an eight or nine, and Holly is at the lowest like a seven and a half like it's not like yeah, he's taking a step down so now that being said heidi's a better person than holly but obviously on on physical appearance alone they're both really attractive women so if that were all that happened if pro jared had slept with holly 
and him and Heidi ended up getting a divorce, I don't think his his YouTube career would be over. I think that there would be a lot of fans who would leave and be dis- and be very upset with him just because, you know, cheating's wrong. Um, and, well, sleeping with other people is wrong unless, if you're in a relationship unless there's like... Uh, unless it's set up that way like you have an open relationship or something if that's it's not cheating if if that's the situation exactly uh but the whole thing is be open and honest with your loved one if if something like that is happening tell them or if you think that something might happen tell them you'll want to open communication is what the main problem is there however uh do you want to go into what else happened that they found out and I and I think the real reason why his career is dead. Well, um, pro Jared was essentially well. For one, um, I doubt that most of his fans knew that he had a Tumblr. Uh, that and not just a Tumblr, but a Tumblr where he posted uh quote lewd pictures of himself. Yep. Yep. Like him, um, I, I've seen the ones of him in like Sailor Moon cosplay before, but apparently there were more. Well, I've seen risque, his dick, so yeah, risque. Pic- I didn't see that. I saw a blanked out version, and I was like, "Wow, that's oh, a it's good so camera." Fucked up. His dick. Uh, yeah, his... it's a weird looking dick. Oh, that's weird. It's very small I... too. That's that's coming from me. I have a small penis, and that's like, wow. <laughs> Good, good. This is uh, thank you all of our followers that instantly just tuned out right there. That was the end. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the analytics. Uh, it's gonna be like, all right, 14 minutes in, just drop off. <laughs> but um, yeah, he he was uh, also di- just kind of directly soliciting and exchanging nude pictures with his fans. So um, so so here's numerous ones were probably underage. So what I think happened uh, is that he had what was called a body positivity tumbler. Yeah, and that that's how he how he marketed it. And, and yes, fans could submit pictures um, to the tumbler, and then they would be uploaded, or they would send them to Jared, and then he would post them, something like that. And uh, that that again, that uh, that is another thing that's like okay, may, this probably wouldn't kill his career. Except for the fact that he, there have been multiple people who have come out. Um, one is a, a trans person. I believe it was pre-op or pre-hormones or anything. So it was a male to female trans person. I think you could correct me if I'm wrong. What difference does this make? Uh, well, and they were 16, and they were openly communicating with Pro Jared, and okay. they had they had definitely known J- Jared definitely knew that this person was 16 and was able to get this person to send pictures to Pro Jared, which Pro Jared then, knowing the person was 16, posted it on his Tumblr. Mm. Yeah, and then there was another 16 year old who had done the same thing. I think. 16 or 7 and they came out and said you know this is what happened i don't have screenshots but um this is what happened and the page is now deleted which you might be able to get if if you're that so inclined could you go back to the archive the the wayback machine could you go back there and and look that up to see if that those posts remain but i i think they don't they don't save media like they don't they don't save um, pictures on the way back. I could be wrong. And something tells me that if it if it was there, uh, it would be in the Kiwi Farms thread, and I don't see anything about it. Okay. So anyway, that's the that is the part that I think is going to kill his like his career's done. Oh, wow. What? God damn. I hadn't actually looked at Heidi. Yeah, she's very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm gonna have to say, count me in the boat of like, why, why? Well, like, what like she is, for? she is smoking hot. But to yeah. say, but to say that Holly is a four, like that's yeah, that's not fair. No, no. But like, they're they're both very attractive. Of course, Heidi is more attractive. Like, she yeah, one hundred percent. Like, wow. That, that's why I said the, like the, Holly's it's... like a seven and a half, and like Heidi's like an eight or a nine. Like, which makes me think that. Now, now this is me reaching. Kind of makes me feel like maybe Jared has a problem. Yeah, I mean, obviously he has a problem. Um, but like, I, I don't know. Anyway, like he probably he probably has a uh, like a a strange like almost maybe fetish. Yeah, for this sort of thing. Like uh uh exhibit 
uh, voyeurism? No, that's watching people. Exhibitionism. That is that uh, it? I don't know. No, it's um. There's a there's a a thing with um with getting off to uh the fact that you're cheating on your wife. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. So um, let's just say that his career is pretty much screwed right now because of the divorce, because of the Tumblr, and especially because of the sixteen year olds. Who, to be fair, they don't have out. They don't have. They have allegations, but they don't have any proof. Uh, but I do believe that this happened, especially with everything that's come out pre, like before they came out. If that makes sense. So, uh, I think that the only way Pro Jared survives this is if he totally ignores his fan base. Do it. Well, right, 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 right. But what I mean is, shut down everything. Shut down Twitter. Shut down Facebook. All social media only make YouTube videos and turn the comments off. That's the only way he's going to he would be able to make content. And even then, he might still be screwed. Uh, but he may be able to like survive and at least pay bills that way because he still has over like eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand subscribers yeah. on YouTube. The bleed so, seems to be slowing down already. Uh, he did lose over sixty thousand followers in one day, though. He Just... lost one hundred and two thousand in one day. <laughs> wow. That is that is like ten percent of his subscribers. So, yeah. uh, but at the same time, um, like I said, it's slowing down. Uh, so far, he has lost a total of well, this is this is slightly outdated, but he's lost a little under two hundred thousand. That is, subs. A... but it's it's slowed down quite a bit. Thursday, he lost one hundred two thousand. Friday, he lost fifty two thousand. Saturday, he lost twenty eight thousand. You know, so... I wish I had two hundred thousand subs I could lose. I'd be pretty nice. So. And uh, the last thing I want to say about this is Peanut Butter Game. And I want you to know that I don't like Peanut Butter Gamer's videos, but uh, I met him at Portland Retro Gaming Expo, and he seems like a super nice guy. Uh, he did something really stupid, though. Um, Heidi came out with that with that post saying, hey, you know, you cheated, you my husband cheated, blah, 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 to Holly. And Peanut Butter Gamer uh, commented on that Twitter post saying, hey, you know, don't do this, blah, blah, blah. And basically, I understand what he was trying to do. But it was, I was just like, no, peanut butter gamer, just stay out of it. Like, just don't say anything. The The best you could do is send her a DM and say, hey, maybe this isn't the right way to go about it. And I understand that that's what he was trying to do. But at this point, like, I would just throw up my hands and be like, nope, I'm out. Um, I'm just going to stay over here. If you want booze, talk to me. I don't know. So, uh, I, I, I don't feel bad for, for Jared at all. I feel bad for Heidi though. She seems like a nice person. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, everyone except for pro Jared comes out of here unscathed. Also, uh, if, Holly. what about Holly? Oh yeah. Holly yeah. too. Cause it was her, like, uh, most of the posts I saw were either, you know, Heidi or Holly's not as attractive as Heidi. Um, and then I feel bad for Ross. Because apparently Ross didn't know what was going on, and his wife just left him to go bang some other dude. It sounds well, like she's was, like pub publicly. They had said that like this was this was something that was that had been coming anyway. Yeah, and uh, like they they were they were doing this amicably. It was fine, not a huge deal. Like it was it was coming because she wanted to bang Pro Jared though. That was the thing. It was like it's it really seemed more like their their careers were just pointed in different directions because Ross wanted to maintain what he was doing in LA yeah. and Holly just can't handle the stress of living in LA, which mm -hmm. was understandable from her public persona and. Then everything else comes out that no, it turns out she's just fucking pro Jared, and pro Jared was kind of like, yeah, no, I'm gonna leave my wife, and uh, I'll be with you. It's okay. I wonder yeah. if that's what they're doing now. I wonder if he's gonna go be with Holly. But I assume you Holly. You talk about like the worst possible fucking idea in this situation. Yeah, that's that's probably what will happen. Cause Holly also uh, tweeted at pro Jared while everything was just getting started. So so and, so and so, said if you. If you need somebody, I'm here for you. And like so many fucking people started tweeting back at her going, wow, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So he had posted like uh, a statement saying that I'm getting a divorce is what he posted. And so, so he, he not only that, he blocked his wife on Twitter before posting that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember he, that. He announced his divorce 
to everyone before he announced it to his own wife. Well, I, I would imagine they, they knew about it. No. Oh, he was just <laughs> no, like... that was... That you know, was I've why met, he blocked her first. I just didn't know. I've, you know, I've known... I've met Pro Jared before. Um, and he seemed like, you know, his public persona was a nice person. Well, uh, of course. But, yeah, just really, really weird. And, and I... So so Ricky and I were standing there and we were waiting to talk to just say hi to Pro Jared and whatever cuz cuz we both like his videos. And there were this th- there were three girls in front of us. Had to be like 15 to 17 years old something like that. And they one of them was there. She had fan art that she had made of Pro Jared that she wanted him to sign. And she was like fangirling out and stuff. And when all of this news came out, I was like, how many fangirls has he banged? Like, right. how, how many times at cons have like even underage girls went up to him and he like tried to take them to his hotel room and stuff? Right. Now, I don't know like... if I like that's just speculation, obviously. Yeah. I don't know that that's that that would ever happen or did happen but that's like let, let's be fair if i was a rock star or like a like a famous personality in tv or wrestling or anything like that and i had a fangirl who was legal aged i would make sure that they were legal age uh and they were like i'm really into you i'd be like all right we're going back to my hotel room but you know i'm not married so i could do that i just wonder because mm-hmm. he obviously doesn't care I wonder how many times he's done that, because that's that's like the natural thing that you do if you're famous, right? Is you bang Fuck groupies? Yeah, you bang groupies. So uh, I'm really happy that we have scared away all of our listeners by now, <laughs> and we're gonna talk about some uh, some politics. Let's talk about Bernie Sanders, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so actually, this is this is something like there's so many duh things that Bernie Sanders supports that. Uh, that that it's really weird, like uh, this one, which a lot of the farming population, at least the people I know and, and people in s- smaller towns tend to tell me, is that a lot of farmers really like Republicans, right? Because lower taxes and blah, 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 blah. But there are a lot of things that Republicans do, uh, and Democrats too, that really screw over the farming community, small town farmers. And one of the things that Democrats and Republicans do is the right, they don't have the right to repair their items. So yeah. we've, ta- we've spoken about this in the past with uh, Apple and how we're tr- they're trying to make it so that if you buy an item like an iPhone, you have the right to repair that item. So uh, if you're taking your phone into some person who fixes phones and stuff, they should have the documentation and tools necessary to actually fix those items. And I didn't know this, but if you're on a farm and you buy a John Deere product, you don't have the right to repair that item. You don't have the right to repair your own track. Nope. And Bernie Sanders is actually pushing for the right to repair because it makes a lot of sense when you used to be able to repair your items and now you can't unless you buy a used old item. So as part of the campaign to overhaul policies governing the agriculture and farming sector, Sanders outlined a sweeping set of initiatives for driving a transition in our agricultural system away from consolidated profit-driven industrial model uh, to one that rebuilds and restores rural community. Those include the right for farmers to repair their equipment, uh, an issue that's become one serious problem for manufacturers who work in monopolized repairs for tools uh, necessary to perform basic functions of farmers' jobs. So uh, this is all from Gizmodo. Uh, Basically what it means is right to repair laws ensure consumers have access to parts schematics repair information and any other necessary tools needed to repair the equipment that they rightfully own so what do you think about this do you it's very similar to what they're trying to do to apple right well Um, this has been this has been something that's been ongoing for years um if you if you uh subscribe to any of ifixit stuff i love ifixit i love them they're great I sneezed. Sorry. That's okay. Um, the, they, they've been they've been ad, ad, obvious advocates for right to repair for a long time. And oh, yeah. the thing about it is, I don't understand really why uh, there's so much like why why anybody would want to go against this. I get that the big companies they just want to sell new products, but you can 
probably still make a pretty decent amount of money selling replacement parts yeah and you, and, and but, in in, in but, the it, it will with with selling replacement parts like you already have the molds for all of these parts like how difficult could this possibly be yeah the reason that they, they want to sell new items and they don't want they 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 don't want other people making profit if they can make the profit right so I, yeah, I think that's that's the main thing. It's just that that they would have to be going through, or they'd be selling those parts to third party repair groups, right? And because and, Apple already makes replacement parts for all of their products, right? They just, just don't like give them out. It. They just don't give them out, right? So or they they so at least with Apple and probably with John Deere and probably with other companies that are less high profile, uh, with, with Apple. If you become a or an Apple certified repair company, then then you're allowed to buy official Apple uh, parts. Right, right. But even then, they can take that away like that. So they can. Um, I'm really excited for this. I really hope that this actually happens because um, obviously it's, this uh, is... it's already being pushed through in a few states. So right. it, it's I think it's only a matter of time now. Yeah, like it's really funny how things happen and then people will fight back and fight back and fight back and then five, ten years later, no one gives a shit. So yeah. um, the biggest one on that I think about is gay marriage, okay? In the 1990s, you know, there were certain places in California that started allowing gay marriage and then that spread. And then what was it, what, three or four years ago, the Supreme Court was like, yeah, gay marriage is cool. And yeah, like and now nobody gives a shit. Like, has it led to the the destruction of our country? No, because nobody because it doesn't matter. There's like there's this huge pushback against this stuff, and then five to ten years later, no one cares because it was the obvious duh position, and this is the obvious duh position for the right to repair. And the only people pushing back on the right to repair are corporations. That's it. Yep. And. Unfortunately, they have a little bit more money than we do because of the right to repair laws and and other things that they have they have manufactured to be in their favor. So, uh, screw corporations. Uh, vote for Bernie Sanders in the 2020 primary in the Democratic primary um, because we really don't want Joe Biden as president of the United States. No fucking shit. I mean, obviously, we don't want we want we don't want Trump because he's a fucking disgrace. But Joe Biden would be, he wouldn't be worse than Trump, but he would be like a close second to how bad he would be. Like he, like everyone complains and they're like, do you think Hillary would have been a better president than Trump? And the answer is yes. And the problem is I don't, I cannot say 100% certainly that Biden would be a better president than Trump. That's how bad Biden is. Yeah. So anyway, let's move on and we will talk about Riot. You know, you know what Riot is, right? Right? Uh, like like uh, the band Quiet Riot. Yes, exactly. Quiet Riot went on strike. No, um, I don't. I don't know what they did. Did they did what songs did they do? Uh, we're we're uh, did they do? We're not gonna take it. No, that's that's Twisted Sister. <laughs> that's Twisted Sister. I don't even know. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. Okay, so Riot is a company. It's owned by Tencent Games. They make League of Legends. You may have seen it or heard of it. Um, but they're having some some issues, and they're based in LA. Uh, and they they did it. I think 150 employees walked out. This article that I'm reading is a little bit a little bit outdated. Um, but it says here for, again from Gizmodo. Um, Riot Games employees are preparing for a walkout this afternoon in protest of the company's stance on forced arbitration in what appears to be the first walkout of a major gaming studio. Um, Since last year, five current and former Riot Game employees have filed lawsuits against them for alleging, among other things, that Riot violated the California Equal Pay Act. The lawsuits referenced an eight-month Kotaku investigation with, in which dozens of current and former employees reported a culture of widespread and endemic sexism in the company, manifesting in riots, hiring practices, promotion strategies, and wider culture. So basically, they weren't paying the females as much as the guys, I'm going to imagine. And yeah. so they are they were rioting. <laughs> 
because uh, they they weren't getting paid, like the females weren't getting paid as much, and and we should have equality and stuff, right? Like that's that's what I'm thinking. Um, well, this sort of thing happens whenever you have a Chinese-run company. Yeah, I just I don't. Well, it, let's be 100% clear here, Aroa. This happens if you have an American-run company too. Like that's that. Yeah, that's true. Like. American-run companies are just as bad as Chinese-run companies. The the problem is yeah. the corporations, not the not not that they're not where they're located. So you know the the most surprising thing about this that I'm reading is that Kotaku actually did their job. Kotaku's been doing a real good job lately, and I think it's because uh, it's because they they've got a lot of pressure on them. Now every every games journalist does. Now it does say here, and I'm sorry, this is from Kotaku, not Gizmodo. They are to get they're on the, they're the same thing basically like they're they're the same banner but they're different websites so it says not all employees agreed with the sentiments behind the walkout according to two current employees one person was allowed to pose a rare anonymous question to executives at last week's company meeting traditionally at these meetings employees must ask questions by name the sources said that the anonymous question regarded employees who felt like they could not express opinions that dissented from those frustrated with the walkout maybe 10 percent of us will walk out one source said while discussing a group of dissenting co-workers normally the burden of defense is on scabs so the fact that it was an anonymous question mm-hmm. kind of, okay so if they're if they're required to do it by name typically ask the questions by name then why is it for this one particular person do they allow them to not do it by name and be anonymous my right. speculation is that nobody asked this fucking question my speculation is that riot pretended that somebody asked this question when in reality nobody gave a shit like everyone like they were just trying to cover their own tracks and be like see there's another opinion right so uh one one estimate uh said that 100 100 employees would be walking out i think it was around 100 to 150 employees that walked out so uh it says kotaku will be reporting from the ground in today's walkout but i didn't i didn't read it did you read anything about it no no so hopefully they will this will affect uh their pay structure but i think what's going to happen is there's five lawsuits against them right now and most likely those are going to get settled out of court and maybe at that point riot will start trying to have parity with with uh female and male employees but I kind of doubt it. Unfortunately, the video game industry, uh, there's not a lot of women in the video game industry. Where I worked... It's uh, very much like the tech industry. Well, it's basically the the tech industry. When I worked at um, Ben Studio, we had uh, one, two, like five women. Three of them, four, four of the... Three of them were in art. One was a writer and one was a mission designer so we had one female mission designer that i worked with now i saw i've seen a company photo since then uh posted by some of my friends who still work there and it looks like they have a couple more females working there now but it's still like there's 120 employees there and only like seven women that are working so there's not a lot there's not a there's not a huge amount of women in that industry and I would expect, I would speculate in in Riot, it's similar. There's just, there might be a few more women, but the, the percentage is still probably maybe 10%, maybe 15 if you're at a really good place. So unfortunately, that's just how, how it crumbles, how the cookie crumbles so far. Hopefully that will change in the future because uh, cute gamer girls are awesome, by the way. Just so you know. Let's talk about Starbreeze. They're, they're one of your favorite companies, right? Uh, I mean, they used to be. So Starbreeze makes Payday. We've spoken about Payday quite a few times in this. They have uh, they have other things like Payday VR and Payday 2. And uh, they were making a Walking Dead game, right? And that got canceled, right. or did poorly, or did it go poorly? It didn't. It didn't. Yeah, it didn't get canceled. It just went really badly. Yeah. So Starbreeze looks like it's teetering on the brink of collapse, according to Destructoid. Um, it's been that way for quite a while now. Yeah, it says they're they're requiring immediate funding. Uh, if it can't find either new investors or a new source of revenue, the Swedish company may go belly up before the year's end. So they declared a total loss of seventeen point five million in the first quarter of the current fiscal year. That's a lot of money to lose, Aroa. That's like a tenth of Donald Trump's losses. 
That's what that is. Yeah. He fucking <laughs> fucking he he screwed up on a casino in Atlantic City. Anyway, so uh, the main culprit is the, of their downfall is the underperforming Walking Dead game. Starbreeze's first quarter revenues were a mere five. Well, just so you know, Overkill made payday. Is Starbreeze like their publisher? Is that who it is? Yes, Starbreeze okay. essentially bought Overkill. Okay. And okay. uh, yeah. So uh, their first quarter revenues for the Walking Dead game were five million dollars, which was down fifty six percent year over year. And wait, what was that? No, Starbreeze's revenue was down $5 million. Overkill con- contributed 200. I'm sorry, The Walking Dead. Overkill's The Walking Dead. It's a weird name. Uh, they only contributed $220,000. So their revenues were $5 million, and The Walking Dead only gave them like a quarter of a million dollars. Um, the game was so bad that the license holder Skybound Entertainment terminated his contract with Starbreeze, which made that game be removed from Steam. Uh, Payday, apparently. Wait, what? Yeah, it was removed from Steam. Uh, wow. Yeah. So it says Payday got $2.8 million in revenue. So $2.6 million more than The Walking Dead. And they called Payday a very strong asset and the foundation upon which we will build Starbreeze's future, if they have a future. <laughs> so what what does Starbreeze do now? They, they have to find funding. They have to find some investor who's going to give them money so they can make more money, right? I think Basically. the best thing they can do is, I wonder how far along Payday 3 is. Like, it's been <laughs> in development for a long time, right? Sort of. Um, like, from my understanding, they only really, like, got to work on it, um, maybe a few years ago, uh, and they were still split between working on that and working on The Walking Dead. Right, right. And also, I want to say, I got some kind of alert from Steam the other day. Let me check here. Let me make sure I know what I'm... And so, so... I think that the best thing they can do is one of two things. The best thing they can do is release Payday 3. Because if, they, if they're if they far enough along that they can cobble together even just a few playable levels on Payday 3 and then upgrade from there, I, okay, think, that, I think that they would be able to pull out a victory here. I, I know that I'm arguing for something that a lot of people will complain about, but if I was in charge of the company this that's what i would do i would say let's get just quite a, get a few missions get a, enough like masks and items ready that we can push out payday 3 and then improve it over the next year now yeah. i understand i understand that the players would be upset because they you would be releasing an unfinished game but realistically they do early access that's what i was thinking you could either do early access or release an unfinished game at what a full full price like well I think payday was only 30 bucks when it was released. So something like that, 30, 30 or 40 bucks, and then improve upon it over the next year. Add new missions, add new things like that. Um, but don't don't have like the the cash shop be don't don't make it that you have to buy the new missions. Just like keep the new missions coming out. That way more people will be inclined to play it when the new missions come out. Uh, but when you release the new missions and the new the new maps have new items that you can buy from the cash shop or like I loot think boxes. having a cash shop period is going to piss people off. It would piss people off, but I'm just, I'm, I'm not speaking from a fan perspective. I'm, I'm speaking from a, how are we going to get money into this company? I, I think if they can't just release a game and it just be a game that they're, they're, I don't think they're going to, cause you, you remember when they tried to add cash boxes oh that payday? was awful that was awful but they, yeah. they do have it, a cash went... i thought they do have a cash shop on payday no they removed oh. it oh i thought that they kept certain things and okay so no, they they removed that whole thing because everyone went go fuck yourselves and like started review bombing the game and all that shit yeah i tend to agree as at on a on a gamer level i agree but if i were the like an investor if i were the head of the company or something like that and yeah, I needed, but investors and, are also the ones who create Anthem. That's true. You are very right, and Anthem was bad. But I, I think that's the only way that they survive, unless they start just improving things for Payday 2, release a lot of new maps and stuff like that on Payday 2. They are still releasing DLC for it. Yeah. So, Somehow. But I think... 
but I honestly think that the player base for Payday 2 is slowly dying, and the best yeah. thing the best thing to do would be to release payday three. I think, uh, I think their I think their best bet is to cut their losses. Like, what do you mean? Up. Just give up? No. Yeah. No, no, Aroa. I want payday three. I really do. Uh, just, just buy GTFO when it comes out. What's GTFO? Well, I know what it means, that, but that's a game coming from, uh, so, so Almir from overkill, he's still around. Um, but his, uh, counterpart, I can't remember his name. He is no longer with Overkill and he has gone on with a few other people to make a studio called 10 Chambers. And, okay. uh, he, uh, the game designer, I still can't remember his name, but, it's uh, in early access gone... right now. Oh no, it's not in early access. No. Uh, planned release date. No, it, is, it is not released yet. Trust me. Once it is released, we will know. Um, but you all be yeah, playing it's basically, it it's basically sci-fi payday. Oh, okay. Um, it's like you're you're on a you're on a ship, and there's a bunch of I don't know if they're aliens or monsters or some combination of the two. So but it says yeah, it's kind of like you know what it is. It's like payday combined with Killing Floor. Yeah, it says GTFO is a hardcore four-player cooperative game with a focus on team play and atmosphere. It features procedural gameplay scenarios through its expedition director edge of your seat suspense team-based puzzle solving and high intensity combat um that doesn't really ex- tell me what it is uh but but see i, I imagine it's going to be like payday but i like the stealth aspect of payday a lot more than the the gunplay yeah and so i, I wonder I, I just i don't i don't know i don't know whether payday 3 will slash would be good or not yeah i'm i'm hoping it is i will probably like if it comes out i'll probably get it like I do hope they put it out because I liked Payday Two a lot. And... You know, I didn't. I didn't tell you what games I played this week. Nope. Uh, d- Did Days you play gone. Payday? Days Gone. Oh. Basic. Basically, Days it was Gone. Bad. No, it's good. It's good. It's. It's bad. Well, you're wrong. So I. I, I, of, I watched a stream of it and they started playing and they just started throwing up everywhere. It was really, really kind of horrifying. That's really weird. Um, yeah, it, it turned into blood. They were just vomiting pure blood. <laughs> they were trying to lose weight. That's uh, that's bulimia, actually. So no, it's it's it didn't get great reviews. Like it got middling reviews, like seventy five or something like that, seventy three. So decent. Uh, but a lot of the fans, a lot of the people that I've I've read about uh, playing the game really like it. Uh, I was playing it, and uh, I was just minding my own business, doing some quests. And then I ran into about 200 freakers, which uh, is terrifying because they eat up. Like, I was really re- well prepared. And then I ran out of all of my ammo and I ran out of all of my um, grenades, all of my Molotovs, everything. Because these these monsters were just tracing tr- me down and, and killing me. And it sucked. It really sucked. But I killed them all. So... Uh, my wife and I have just had a lot of fun making fun of it. So that's cool. That's cool. It's okay. Like it's not it's the best not, yeah, game, but no, it's not. Like it's not a bad game. It's far from a bad game. Yeah, but it's definitely got some shortcomings that are kind of humorous. Yeah, I think that it was de- it was delayed a lot, from what I remember. And uh, yeah, you, you told me it had been delayed a few times. Yeah, it had been delayed, and then they still. Uh, you never broke your NDA, though. I never did. How longer do you have on the NDA? Uh, so I was talking to to a guy I worked with named Scott, and he had worked at a lot of different places. He worked at um, Warner Brothers, I think it was, whoever made the uh, the Shadow of Mordor game. Okay, and, yeah. or he he worked on that, and he also worked on Shadow of War. Uh, and I was talking to him about NDA. I was like, "Yeah, isn't your NDA up on that?" And he's like, "No." NDAs at video game companies never end. That's not that. That's complete bullshit. Then. Yeah, I would agree. You, I don't. You can't. You can't have an infinite NDA. That will never hold up in court. No. <laughs> so I I don't know how long my NDA is. I would imagine that now that the game's released, I could probably tell you stuff about it. Uh, there are certain things that I know if I if I spoke about on this podcast that I would get sued. Yeah. But um that's uh that but that's again that's after something else happens then i can start actually talking about it like i i imagine that anything you're told while you're there until it happens that's when your nda runs out 
So yeah, yeah. Once it's not like under embargo or anything. Then, yeah, like, that's what I assume. So uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a good game. I would recommend getting it, especially since you can see my name in the credits, which is pretty awesome. I still... I am looking forward to finishing a let's play and the credit scrolling down and being able to go look look. There's Nathan. There he is. I did ah, it. He's a loser. I did it. I did additional IT support. That's what I'm listed as. Like, hey, whatever, man. I know. Um, somebody was. Somebody's like, got to be the best boy. So there was I, and I feel bad because these there are other people that there were there for much longer than I was. Um, and right above where my name is is additional QA support, and what that means. Is anybody who had left or was not under contract when the game was released is named, uh, a, or or I guess when it was made, when the final images were printed, anybody when who was, wasn't at the company. Gold. Yeah, when it went gold, anybody who wasn't at the company is listed as additional QA, and I was I was listed additional IT. Sorry. Are you listed as Nathan Spruth or Nathan quote Reeton quote Spruth? Just Nathan Spruth, unfortunately. Oh, that's unfortunate. They didn't even put my last name, by the way. What? I have, I have two last names. Oh. So it should be Nathan Spruth Toich, but they didn't put my I'm... last name. They just put Nathan Spruth. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I have two last names. Huh. So my mom and dad were never married. And so when my brother was born, they named him Sean Spruth. But when my sister and I were born, they decided to name us blank blank Spruth Toich. Huh. So we both have two last names. And when I was a kid, I thought, and I had told my mom that when I got married, I could I would add their last name to mine. So I would have three <laughs> last names. And my mom's like, no, that's not how it worked. And then when I was older, I found out that I could do that. And so if yeah, I get married... You can married, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, when I get married, I am totally adding my wife's last name to mine. So I will have three last names. It's kind of funny, actually, uh, because I, I didn't realize how it worked whenever you got married that, like... Basically, all it is is they just you you get a free coupon to change your name whenever yeah. you get married. That's yeah. pretty much all it is. Um, I I have a friend in Quebec, and I was like, please, like when Trump was um nominated as president, I was like, please marry me so I can move out of this shitty place. And uh, she's like, no, damn it. Uh, but I was talking to her, and she said that when people in Quebec get married, they can't change their name. So if you're like Let's say you're you're Aroa McFuggles or something like that, and uh -huh. and you and your wife get married. Your wife could not take your last name huh. in Quebec. I don't know why, that, but you don't change your name. That's just a is that just a Canada thing, or is that specifically a, in the province of Quebec? That's a specifically Quebecian thing. How strange! I know, right? So yes, my last name it's Nathan Spruth in the credits of Days Gone. So if you play that game, you beat it. Or if you watch somebody play it and they beat it, uh, you can see my name pop up. And also, I can there is something I can say that I'm not going to get in trouble for anymore, hopefully. Unless tomorrow I wake up and there's a fucking cease and desist letter. Um, so as as you're playing through the game, you'll uh, unless it was cut out, I haven't got to this part yet. But as you're playing through the game, you go through a school. And in the school... Um, there, there's a classroom you walk through and all the children in the classroom have written their names on the, on the whiteboard. Uh, and so it's all the names of the children who died in that classroom. And what they did was Katie, uh, one of the, um, the, the graphics people, I don't, uh, one of the artists in the game, um, she had a project where she took a, uh, a whiteboard and we all not all of us but we wrote our names on there and so all of the names on the chalkboard are the the names of the people who are working at the studio at the time oh were they like so did they did they so she had you like write the names on there and then they like took a scan yeah. of the whiteboard yeah. that's so good and then and then they put it in the game so on the whiteboard it's it's really bad my handwriting is awful but if you, i think it's on the top right my name is on the on that whiteboard all right i'm going to i'm going to watch that i'm watching uh we're watching uh gamer girl gab play it yeah so i'm going to i'm going to keep an eye out for that and you'll you'll see names like Nathan Ramos, who uh, was another one of the developers. He's in the credits. Um, he did all he did all of his in uppercase. I think it's his is on like the middle left bottom area. Um, and then yeah, just like a bunch of different people. And 
actually some of the developers that or some of the names on there aren't from developers, mainly because they had to make up female names to put on the whiteboard. Ah, that's depressing. It really is. So that See, is. I, I figured you were either going that route or that it was going to end up being like that they actually took their real kids' names and wrote them on the whiteboard, because I would love that too. Oh, you know what would be really sad that I just thought of? Is that they could Sandy random... Hook? Sandy Hook, or like... <laughs> I, was think, I, was, I was thinking like, uh, have, it, have it randomize for each individual playthrough, and have names from different students from like Columbine and Sandy Hook. Oh, Hulk. yeah. Like, that would actually be it's really sad but it would be really <laughs> be so fucking dark it would be, it would be but it it would be uh, a nice a, a nice way to remember them would it be um yeah yeah like at least cuz we always hear about like the shooters right like okay like yeah. we hear about we hear about Dylan Dylan Roof i think his name was the guy who went into that um that that church and shot those people um, but does anybody know the, the victim's names? Anybody like no. without looking them up, you don't know their names. No, um, no idea. Ted Bundy, who, who knows any of Ted Bundy's victims names? Yeah. But everyone knows Ted Bundy. So it would be a nice way to remember the, the kids who, who were lost in those shootings. So, um, they did not do that. They, uh, I just came up with that idea on the spot and, uh, I just made myself sad. That's what I did <laughs> because, uh, School shooting. Well, hey, I've got something positive for you. Oh, the comic? Uh, no. Um, okay. Xbox Game Pass. You can get a three month subscription for a dollar right now. That's. Ooh. Does that does that work with PC? It does work with PC. Yeah, I just subscribed to it. Oh <laughs> man. Because Sea of Thieves also just released the anniversary update that like basically remakes the entire fucking game. Yeah, and, and it also has Monster Hunter World. I already have Monster Hunter World on Steam, but. Well, I didn't. But, but um, like... Sea of Thieves is what I would do that for Sea of Thieves. And by the by, that's Prey. Oh, Prey looks good too. Okay, I'm and I'm... Crackdown Three. Crackdown Three did poorly, I think. It did poorly, but I still would like to play it. Yeah. And so... like, let's be let's be honest here. We were going to get Game Pass no matter what because Halo. Halo. <laughs> You know, I bet, I bet you what's, I, I, I think I know what's going to happen. So is it going to be a Game Pass exclusive? No, there's going to oh. be, the Game Pass is going to be for three months as $1. And in three months, Halo uh, Reach is going to come out. Oh, I can see that. I could, I could definitely see them as, all right, you're going to get Game Pass for a dollar. And in three months, three or four months, they may, they may announce it in three months. Like, say, it'll come out next month, uh, and then you'll just be stuck. You'll be like, well, I already have Game Pass. I might as well start, you know, <laughs> keep paying for it. And then that'll that'll be their way to keep you with Game Pass, which I could, would... I could see that. I mean, again, like, I'm, I was going to end up with Game Pass no matter what I did, because I'm going to want to play Halo on PC. Oh, it's so good. And, like, this is also just where video games are going to go inevitably. We're going to just pay a monthly subscription and yeah. get all the flavor yeah it's it's i mean it's the same thing i do with wrestling right i pay ten dollars a month and i get all of the wrestling i want yeah so um that's uh that's pretty much our podcast for the day we'll, we'll end it here and what we'll do is we will say goodbye Roa. bye bye thank you for being here this week we will see you next week uh on the re i don't think anybody is taking the day off so i i don't think i'm taking the day off which is all that really matters for this podcast right so no uh no more no rise of the rune lords tonight for me to play so i don't know what i'm gonna maybe play some games or something because uh connor is in uh he's going to a funeral today so oh that's hopefully it's not for a mom no it's a stepdad so (laughs) his stepdad yep oof yep his stepdad i don't like i don't know if it's one of those like he because i i think i have no idea i don't know how close he was he actually had he said he wasn't that close to his stepdad, so I don't think he'll have to worry too much about it. Like he's, he's no, but it's gonna be that's always gonna be an awkward like just Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless unless his mom murdered the husband. Ah, I don't think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure that's not ah, what happened. But what if it did? That would be funny. Anyway, I will see you. I will see you next week. Uh, hopefully, we won't bleed as many subscribers as uh, Pro Jared. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>